praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that's better, isn't it? Amen. First of all, I want to thank everybody for coming out and being a part of this 21 days of prayer. I'm telling you, it's essential. You're making a difference. God is seeing your faith and your love, and it's really appreciated, okay? Now, I'm going to take about 10 minutes to exhort, and then what's going to happen is we're going to go into our individual prayer time. And during that time, one thing we would like for you to do is uh, when you're praying for other people, come up and grab some prayer requests here and make sure that you use those. There's also some information up here, especially if you're going to pray for the nation. It has some leadership things there for you to pray about. So all that's going to be great. And tonight I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about expect expectancy, okay? and expectation. And so what we're going to do is we're going to look in Psalms chapter 62, verse 5. It says, my soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. And God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. You know, I want you to know something, that when we have expectancy, what that means from the biblical sense is that we should have an assurance that when we go to God, not only will he hear us, but he will respond to us. You know, the Bible is very clear. It says, Think upon those things that are above and not beneath. In other words, when we enter into our prayer time in seeking God, there's two things that we need to have an assurance of. Number one, that we are his and he wants us to communicate with him. And then the most important thing is that he is the God that will do what he promises us to do. Amen? So we want to make sure that every night that we come here, that we have an expectation. Make sure you have an expectation that God is here for you, that he's looking for you, that he wants to hear from you. And also make sure that you have an expectation that when you go to God, he will answer you. You know, I love it in the Bible. There's a story of a young lady named Hannah who wanted a child. And what's so amazing about that story is not only was she praying to the Lord, but what I like about it is, is that, do you know that she didn't pray out loud in that prayer? In fact, the prophet, the priest at that time looked at her and thought something was wrong with her, maybe that she was even drunk because she was praying under her breath. She never said a word out loud. And I want you to know that if the Lord can hear when we're not even opening our mouth to speak verbally, how much more so can the Lord hear you when you cry out tonight? When you're in this moment, when you're speaking, have an absolute confidence that God can hear you and have an expectation that he wants to hear you. Remember, the Bible says this, that the Lord stands at the door and knocks. And you know, when you ask God, have a confidence that he can hear you and that he desires to be in that situation where you are dependent upon him. 
I'm going to read another scripture here that's very clear in the Bible, and it's in the book of John, and it says something to us that I pray sets into our spirit tonight when it comes to expectation. It says this in John chapter 14, verse 13, the Lord is speaking, and he says, whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. You know, when you are praying tonight, when you are praying your faith based upon the word of God, when you know that you are speaking about those things that are in unison with what God would have in your life, you can have a confidence that he's hearing and that he's moving and that he's moving on your behalf. Expectation means that tonight... We open our heart, and we are vulnerable to the Lord. You know what I love about God is that there's nothing we have to hide from him. There's nothing that he's not able to answer. You know, the Bible tells a story of a judge, an unjust judge. And it says that this person that was in charge, he didn't care about God, and he didn't even care what people thought about him. But there was a lady that came to him and requested of him continually to the point where he said, my goodness, I'm going to answer this woman so she'll just shut up and leave me alone. And I want you to know something that this story is not told to be representative of the Lord. It's told to show you the polar opposite of that. And that is this, that if an unjust judge who could not really care even about God or what people thought about him, if he got to the point where he softened enough to answer somebody, how much more so is your heavenly father who desires to hear from you open to what you have to say to him? You know, I want you to know something that we want to reverence God. We want to honor him as our father because that's who he is. But we also want to have an expectation that God is here to hear what you have to say. I think it's important in the Bible for us to understand that God gave the responsibility to, to us to pray for everybody. He says, pray for those who are in authority, even if it's not the person you wish was there. The Lord says that when you pray as his children, we can have a confidence that we are going to live a good and peaceful life. I want you to know something that the Lord wants you to pray for others because he put an expectation of in your heart you would care about others, pray for them, and he can work with them even for those who do not believe. Remember that Solomon, when he was praying, one of the things he said is, Lord, I'm not just praying that those who know you and our relationship with you, that when they come here, you'll hear them. But God, I pray that if the stranger would come into the place that you have sanctified for you, for us to come and worship you, that you would hear them. You know, during these 21 days of prayer, I want you to have an expectation for those who you know, but I also want you to have an expectation for those who you don't know. If the Lord encourages you to just pray for the lost, if he encourages you to just pray for somebody that comes across your heart, even if you haven't seen them recently or spoke to them, Understand this, that the Lord is having you pray because your prayer can make a difference. Have an expectation that God has stirred you. Have an expectation that God 
can hear you and have an expectation that there will be fruitful outcome to what you pray. I want you to know you can rely on the Lord. Remember his promise to us is that not only does he love us, but that he never thinks one evil thought towards us and that he has promised to have an expectation for your future and an outcome that will bring you to good places in him. Amen? So let's enter into this time of personal prayer and let's just worship God and then we'll come back together towards the end and have a corporate prayer.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's so faithful and so good. Hey, now, I'm going to do a corporate prayer. I'm going to be praying a little bit about God, who he is, uh, his, the expectation, the trust we can have in him. I'm going to be praying about our families, and then I'm going to be praying about the church tonight. And as I do that and lead us in corporate prayer, I want you to be praying anyway uh, that the Lord leads you in unity with me over these situations. So don't just listen to what I'm saying, but pray from your heart what the Lord puts on your heart. Amen? And we're just going to finish out tonight uh, in this time of prayer, knowing that the Father is with us. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you now, God. And first of all, I just worship you and thank you, Father, for your goodness, God. Lord, I thank you that you are our good, loving Father, and that, Lord, we are safe in you. You are our refuge, Father God. You are our covering. You are our peace. You are our strength. You're the place where we come, Father, and we put our full trust in you. Lord, we have a confidence that when we pray to you in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you hear us, that you come, that you touch us, that you fill our lives with your goodness, Father God. We just worship you because you are everything, God. You are awesome, amazing, majestic. God, we thank you for your anointing, your presence. And, God, we thank you that when we finish our course here, that, Father, we have a confidence that we get to live with you in eternity, Father God, and that you will never leave us, fail us, God, you'll never leave us alone, Father God. Lord, you're never disappointed in us. God, I thank you that because of your loving kindness and your mercy, you're always there for us, God. You're always kind, patient, 
and open to us, Father. Let us run into you. Let us be secure in you. Let us come to you, Father God. Let us hear you, Father. Speak into our life, God. Stir us. Let us be led by you and guided by you, Father. Strengthen us with your strength so that we can be obedient and walk by faith and walk in peace, God. We just lift you up and exalt you tonight. And Father, I thank you that you love us, God. Lord, I thank you that your hand of blessing is upon marriages tonight, Father. Lord, that you are anointing husbands and wives. You're bringing them together in unity with you, Father. Lord, because with you, God, they will find destiny and peace. And God, as they establish themselves in you, Father, your hand of blessing is upon our families, Father God. Your hand is upon us as husbands and wives and as fathers and as mothers, God. You are anointing us right now. You're leading us. You're blessing us. You're giving us wisdom, strength, direction. Father, the Holy Spirit is touching us in a way, Father God, that we will touch each other and touch those who are in our family, Father God, who you've joined together to be in unity in this destiny that you've given us called life, Father God. I pray your hand of blessing upon our children, Father God that you keep them, that you protect them, Father God, that you bless them, God, that you establish your own relationship with them and that, God, we know how to be examples to them and lead them to you, Father, and bring them into your presence and bring them into the place that you have for us, Father. Lord, I thank you that you're touching our parents, Father God. We pray for our parents and we pray for grandparents, Father God, and we pray your hand of blessing would be upon each of them, Father God, Lord, that you just bring them the peace, the strength, the help they need to get through every day and to be filled, Father God, and to be touched by your presence, Father God. Lord, I thank you that you have given us an anointing to fulfill every function that we have in this life, Father God. I thank you that as mothers, fathers, as husbands and wives, as brothers and sisters, Father, I thank you that in all areas you've anointed us with your presence to fulfill our roles, Father God. And Lord, I pray right now, God, for our church family, Father God. Lord, I pray right now that your hand of mercy and your goodness, your hand of blessing would be upon the house of God. Father, I thank you that this house will be known, Father God, as a house of prayer. Lord, I thank you that in this house, Father God, you're going to be a presence, God, that every service will strengthen us, Father God. That here, you're commanding, God, you're, you're anointing upon us as we stand in unity, Father God. Lord, as we come together in your name to worship you in this house, Father God, your presence will be here, Father God. Lord, I thank you that your anointing, Father God, to deliver, to set free, will be filled in this house, Father God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you're going to touch every one of us, Father God, with your goodness, Father God. And Lord, I thank you that your hand is upon the pastors over this house, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you're leading them, that you're guiding them, that you're anointing them, Father God. I thank you that in this house, your word will come forth, Father God, full of life, full of spirit, 
full of anointing, Father God. Your word will come forth and it will touch and it will fresh, refresh and it will strengthen your people, Father God. Lord, I thank you that when people come into this house, Father, the church family and those extended, Father God. Lord, I thank you that when those that are unsaved come into this house, Father, that, Father, they will feel your love. They will feel your presence, Father. Lord, you will give us an awareness to receive them, to grab a hold of them, to love them, to strengthen them, to give them what they need so they can be changed, so that they can find you, that they can come into your anointing and into your presence, Father God. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that in this house, we will know you, Father God. Lord, I thank you that we will come into relationship with you in a deeper level, Father God. I thank you that in this house, Father God, we will find freedom because of your presence, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that we will find freedom, liberty, Father God, that we will find peace in this house because of you and your goodness, Father God. Lord, I thank you that in this house we will find purpose, Father God. Father, we will discover who you want us to be and what you have for us to do, Father God. And Lord, as we find these things, Father, I thank you, Father God, that by your spirit, by your help, by your strength, we will make a difference, Father God, in people's lives, Father God. We will make a difference in our communities. We'll make a difference in the places where you put us, Father God, because you're going to strengthen us, Father God. Lord, I thank you that this place has been set apart, sanctified for you and your presence and your goodness. And that, God, you're just going to be poured out in this house, Father God. Lord, I pray that each week we're blessed in you, Father God. We're increased in you, Father God. Lord, that you bring us into deeper places, Father God. And, Lord, that we grow together in you, Father God. Lord, I thank you that the word says that your spirit will be poured out, Father God. That your glory will be poured out, Father God. And I thank you that you're increasing, Father God. Lord, I pray that a spirit of revival and refreshing would come upon us, Father God. That it would come upon our households, Father God. That it would come upon us as individuals, Father God. And Lord, that it would come upon us in this corporate body of Christ, Father. Lord, I thank you that you're making every one of us here important to your purpose, Father God. You're helping us discover what you have for us, Father. And Lord, your word says that we should come together even more so as we see the day approaching, Father God. That we want to come together more and more in you, in your anointing, in your presence, Father God. I thank you that we're led by your spirit in this house, Father God. That what you lay out is what we do, Father God. That we're guided by your presence, Father God. We're guided by your goodness, Father. And Lord, just like this 21 days of prayer, Father, I pray that you're bringing us closer and closer to you, Father God. I thank you that we will see the impact of coming together in agreement with you, Father God. That, Lord, we're going to see it in our families we're going to see it in our relationship with you, and we're going to see it in your church, Father God, for your glory. And we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Praise God. Well, God bless each one of you. Thank you for being here tonight, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow and staying the course through these 21 days. God bless you.